Ride Detroit Weekly is brought to you by Wingman Water, the original drinking water. Drinking sparkling water out of an old school long neck bottle just feels right. Gives you that little bit of confidence to socialize with the rest of the crowd without needing the alcohol to fit in. Party on with confidence and no hangover at caterwingman.com. That's cater, K-A-T-E-R, wingman.com. Loomis Helmet, the world's first smart bicycle helmet with integrated headlight, brake light, and turn signals. Whether you're traveling by bike, scooter, or board, Loomis Helmets will make sure you're seen and safe along the way. Check out what they're doing now at Kickstarter or loomishelmet.co. That's loomis, L-U-M-O-S, helmet.co. Griffin Claw Brewing Company, Michigan brewed world-class beers with tradition and innovative technology, including the award-winning Raggedy Ass IPA. Visit a tap room in Birmingham and Rochester Hills, Michigan, or on the web at griffinclawbrewingcompany.com. That's griffinclawbrewingcompany.com. Tapped Beverages. Serving up small batch non-alcoholic craft beverages and food since 2018. They also do wholesale keg deliveries for restaurants, hotels, your house, and more. Step up your hospitality with nitro cold brew coffee on tap to share at your home or business. Order and find out more at tappedbeverages.com. That's tapped, T-A-P-P-E-D, beverages.com. American Cycle and Fitness. Michigan's largest bicycle retailer with a focus on excellent customer service. Trek certified mechanics are some of the best and guaranteed to keep you rolling. In addition to seven bike shops in the Metro Detroit area, located in Midtown Detroit is Electric Avenue Bikes. The e-bike exclusive store with a focus on getting more people on bikes due to the comfort of an e-bike assisting you along the way. Also, the home of Ride Detroit walking and e-bike tours and the Ride Detroit Weekly Podcast. Browse, shop, and learn more at AmericanCycleAndFitness.com. That's AmericanCycleAndFitness.com. Wow. <laughs> the mission here is that we're trying to get more people yeah. on Are we live right now? This week's guest is uh, beyond uh, inspirational. He's motivational as well. Um, a, a gentleman that I admire. Um, let's get right into it. Cartier Matlock. What's up, Cartier? Not too much, Jason, man. How's everything going? You know, uh, you know, another day around here at Electric Avenue Bikes, man. Just trying to service some bikes, man. But let's uh, tell everybody, just get into it, man. <laughs> tell everybody your story, you know, why you're here. Right, man. So, so basically, uh, I lost 120 pounds after going vegan almost two years ago. It'll be two years in June. Uh, I kind of was facing some legal troubles, man. Uh, recently divorced. And things were just kind of crashing down on me, or at least it, it felt like that. So uh, I, I got to a point where I literally just felt like I was going to die any day. You know, I was just, I, I had like a recipe for just for death, so to speak, you know. So I was eating late and in, in, in large quantity. I was drinking. I was, I was just depressed. So I decided to do a juice fast. It was a seven-day juice fast, straight juice. And maybe I would try to get a gallon of water in maybe every day, every other day. Um, and then I broke the fast with only fruits and vegetables. So after that, I was two weeks vegan, you know, so I literally looked up and I'm like, wow, I'm vegan. And I literally just laughed to myself. And, uh, you know, anybody who knows me knows that I'm always up for a challenge and, and challenging myself in some way. So it literally just became a challenge to see how long I could keep it up, man. 
And here we are almost two years in, and it's the best, one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. So let's talk about the journey a little bit, because we all know the journey to seeing results is probably the, the first hardest journey. Everybody starts working out and they start looking at the scale and immediately they want to see just mad results. When did right. you, you know, how long did it take you to really get packed to the point where you said, wait a minute, this is now I'm starting to see some change here. Yeah. So, so the interesting thing, man, is that I've, I've always yo-yo dieted. So, um, you know, my, my second biggest weight loss was 80 pounds, but I put everything back on plus more. So uh, to to see results for me uh, wouldn't be the, the usual results for the average person. So 30, 40 pounds and I'm not even telling anybody that I'm dieting, you know, I'm, because I'm afraid to put it back on. And uh, at, at basically what it became is I really started to put the word out at around 80 to 100 pounds of weight loss. Uh, you know, my thing was like, I, I'm vegan, but I don't want, really want to tell anybody because I'm still a big vegan. You know what I mean? Uh, but but that was the thing, man, just staying diligent. I got up to a point where I was working out uh, 30 minutes before work. Then I would walk for 30 minutes on my lunch break. And uh, when I got home, I would do some weight training, man. So it, it got pretty, pretty rigorous, you know, but I once you start to see those results, you start to kind of just salivate. And it's like, well, how far can we push this thing, man? And now I'm just in the mode of maintenance and, uh, you know, that which is the hardest part, uh, but just making sure it's a lifestyle, you know, rather than than a diet. Right. So you're talking about going vegan and that's a big step. Uh, did you start to do any research on it? I mean, or did you just start initially just cutting out, you know, what you knew were definitely meat and meat byproducts? Yeah. So so what it became like after the challenge was on right after I said, you know, wow, I'm vegan, I'm two weeks in. Then, I, of course, like anything else that I, any other endeavor for me, man, I try to do as much research as possible. Uh, so I, it literally consumed me. You know, if I was at work, I was watching vegan stuff all day. I even saw a, a documentary on lentils, you know, so I, I just engulfed myself in, uh, you know, plant-based eating, you know, weightlifting while plant-based, plant-based recipes, just things of that nature, man. And, and you know, that, that helped out a lot because it constantly reminded myself of the journey, of the goal. And, uh, you know, of course, following other, other vegan people of color, which I'm a minority in the vegan community, uh, but it, it really just kind of opened things up to me just, just to see how possible this thing was and how it's changed uh, so many lives. So I'm vegetarian. I'm not ready to go vegan. I mean, I've tried it. You know, um, and I see the, the light at the end of the tunnel, believe me. Um, yes, how did people around you start to, you know, process this? Because when I went vegetarian, I can tell you, especially being a person of color back when right. I started, because I've been a vegetarian actually 25 years. So wow. when I started, people thought I was absolutely crazy. So how did people around you, was it, did you start to get a support unit or was there more resistance, you know, for your change in lifestyle? Yeah, well, well, first of all, kudos to you 25 years in because uh, there weren't as many options, you know, 25 absolutely, years. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, so, man, what, what really happened is self-awareness is, is, is key. That's the foundation, right? So I know who I am. And, and, and uh, I just, I really wouldn't hang out. I wouldn't go out. You know, my thing was 
I, I work out, I go to work, I'm, I'm spending time with my daughter and then I go to work again. And on the weekends, I'm editing a video or, or running my businesses. And uh, I didn't go out because I didn't want that temptation. So once it started to become known and people started to really see results, I would kind of say like, you know what, like I'm, I'm vegan, I've been vegan. And I didn't really even want to say aloud because <laughs> it was almost unbelievable to myself, you know? Uh, but once I really started to embrace the lifestyle and embrace the compliments that people started to give me and the admiration that I would get from people, you know, I, I became, you know, this, this, this knowledge center for people, this point of reference. And, you know, if anything, the reactions I would get would just be what? So you don't eat any meat. You don't, you know, it's always, they're always reiterating, reiterating the rules, right? You don't eat any dairy, no eggs, no cheese. <laughs> And I'm just like, nope, none of that. So, you know, it, it, it's support. But at the same time, it, it was a big wild factor from a lot of my close friends. So it was a complete lifestyle change. That's what a lot of people don't get is when you're going vegan or vegetarian, it's not one of those decisions you can really just make and say, this is what I'm doing. I mean, you really have to adjust your entire lifestyle to accommodate for that type of living. Indeed, man. I, I got my bike rack on the back of my car now, man. So it's it's any any and every little edge I can get, man, I'm trying to take it just because, like you say, making that lifestyle change, and that means in every little kind of nook and cranny of your life, you, you got to clean it out and you got to replace it with something that's going to be conducive to that, to that new lifestyle. Now, I got to ask before we move on, because we talked about, you know, not only have you evolved, uh, becoming vegan, but you clearly made a life change because the story started with you being in some situations and then you, you know, making the lifestyle change. So before we get into the rest of the changes, I got to ask you, what was the hardest thing to give up? Uh, actually, cheese and eggs. Ah, yes. Yes, <laughs> man. You know me, I'm the, I'm the pizza king. And so, hey, like, I can't, be the, I can't be the king of pizza and give up cheese and everything else. So that's the hardest thing for me is cheese right now. Yeah, by far, man, like cheese and eggs. Che eggs can be an additive on a burger. Like cheese mm. can too. Mm. So that, those things were the hardest. And if you want, you can have cheese eggs. So right. <laughs> So as far as like talking about lifestyle change, you brought it up. Do you eat fast food anymore? Or do you just, have you just really, because you just can't know what's in that stuff. Exactly, man. And very rarely. So, uh, and we all know, you know, you can be an unhealthy vegan, right? Mm -hmm. So um, every now and then, yeah, I do indulge, but it, it'll be something like CMO, right? Or, you know, something like that. Fast food to me is fried food. So anything fried. And I, I just try to make sure I incorporate a lot of leafy greens in, in just about every meal, you know, that I consume. And, and, Quiet as it's kept, man. I, I became a great chef. Like it's no secret. I'm. A, I was that a was. Big fan. That was my next question. To really, I, I was. Cook, I was man. going there. I was going there. Always, you have to. You have to. I always could cook, but then you know, incorporating these recipes and kind of making these stir fries out of any and everything, right? I, I got a lot better, man. It just had natural flavors and cooking these these natural foods. Uh, so of course, you know, somewhere down the line. Get ready, you know, we, we may we may see me in a, in, a, in a chef's in a white chef's coat and hat. <laughs> hey, there's not enough vegan restaurants. There'll never be enough, man. So keep bringing the good stuff. So let's talk about 
the 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 future. You you're saying you got some businesses going on. Talk to me about once again the continuance of life change, man. And all this came through a diet. You know what I mean? Right. We talk about a diet and really not, not I'm going to get you back on topic, but what people don't understand is when you clear your mind of things like that, it opens your mind up to be able to suck in other things. And so for me, when I stopped drinking, you know, almost three years ago, my level of creativity went up because I was less concerned with how to get alcohol and how to get drinks and where I was hanging out and more concerned with how I can further and better my situation. So let's talk about your businesses and what you're doing now, brother. Yeah, man. So, um, well, well, my first business was Black Business Finder, and I started out kind of just trying to help share the stories of Black-owned businesses within the city of Detroit, and that became my passion. You know, just any 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 creative outlet for me, I was just always trying to find my new thing, but that, I believe, at this point is my life's purpose. Uh, but I kind of stumbled upon Vegan Black Guy while while running my business, I had recently left my job to really pursue uh, my cinematography business. And man, shortly after the pandemic hit hard and everybody was looking to boost their immune systems. And I'm like, I know I have this great immune system. I've always been taking this stuff, you know, throughout my journey. So I decided to kind of turn that into a business, man. And what it, it became more than I ever could have imagined. Like, especially when the pandemic first hit, man, I had people in my inbox just kind of pouring out to me like my mom has this and she has this disease and is there anything you can suggest just whatever you can give and i'm like i didn't sign up for that but you know life has its way of kind of kind of steering our course right yep. and uh so i just became this this almost fountain of knowledge for people mm -hmm. and, and what it really is above all else man is it, it, it holds me accountable I can't be the vegan, I can't be the fat vegan black guy, right? So <laughs> right? I have to live the lifestyle and that's, that's the blessing in disguise. Maintenance has always been tough for me, but as long as I keep this brand going, man, I, I have that accountability. Now I hear you, man, because I'm right up there with you. Whenever people see me driving a car, they lose their yeah. mind, you yeah. know, because I'm the bike guy. You know what I mean? Exactly. I, literally one day I went on Facebook and I saw somebody's headline and it said, I could have swore I just saw Jason Hall driving a car has hell frozen over. Like, how, so I, but like you said, through that motivation, it keeps me on top of my game. It keeps me in shape. It keeps me in touch with the knowledge of what's going on with bikes. And it just reminds me when I lose sight of sometimes who I am. And like you said, the responsibilities that we have taken on. You know, you didn't ask to be the vegan black guy. Well, you were going to be the vegan black guy anyway, but you didn't ask to be the vegan black guy. And right. now where we are in society, there's not a lot of us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We're, we are definitely a growing population. So, yeah, man, own that. Be proud of what you've created, man. That was going to be one of my questions because I know you've heard from people that you never thought you would hear from. Uh, do you have a story? Because I got a million, but do you have one that sticks out that is just that one that's like, that's where I go in my mind when it gets tough. You know what, man? Uh, a story, man. I so when I was really in in the in the the prime of my journey, man. Every morning before work, uh, when I had the nine to five, man, I was doing thirty minutes a day on the treadmill, right? 
So on YouTube, Bishop T.D. Jakes has these 28-minute sermons. And I mean, they are countless, right? There's so many of them. So I, I would just listen every morning. So so I'm now I'm killing two birds with one stone. I'm getting my, my spiritual, you know, uh, energy and I'm, I'm getting my physical, right? Uh, so it was it was one, and, and I'm paraphrasing, I'm going to massacre what he was really talking about. But he was he was just kind of, and, and I also found, I had to find a higher, higher power going through what I was going through at that time. Uh, so he got to a point where he was talking about Moses and his burning bush and how he had traveled all of these miles. And when he, when he passed the bush for the first time, the bush was burning. And, and when he came back from his journey, the bush was still burning. And he, he just talked about how, and I'm getting a little emotional. Nah, nah man, that's, that's, that's real. You know what I mean? Let it yeah. be, I'm not telling you to start crying. But I'm no, telling you, no, that's no, where no, it no. takes you, man. That's where it takes you because this is reality. Yes. But he talked about how that bush had not been consumed. And I, I wouldn't allow. <laughs> yeah. This is this is me though. I, I'm this this is what I went through. I knew I couldn't allow what I was going through to consume me. So that was all of the motivation in the world, you know, just just uh, hearing that. And of course, he, he preached on about that, man. But I was bawling on a treadmill, which is uh, not a far cry from what's going on right now. Uh, but but again, man, just hearing that story about how the bush had not been consumed and it was just undergoing this inferno. And, and yeah, I was going through hell, bro, at that time. And uh, like I said, and, and that was, you know, I had to incorporate that spiritual, uh, you know, that spiritual journey with the physical journey, man. And, you know, I, I don't ever plan on going back. And that helped me a ton. But that's the moment, man, where I just, I just, I, I knew I would be all right, you know? I was uh, I was I was facing five years, man. I have a felony now, and, and let's get it all out there. So right around the twenty fifth of this month, uh, it will have been two years on probation, and uh, and I'm eligible to get off. So none of, none of this is amen, is, brother. Amen. Yeah, thank you, man. Like amen. I, I, I was a, a gifted and talented kid. I'm a product of Detroit Public Schools. This was never supposed to happen. I was just trying to make a couple of extra dollars, man, and feed my family. And, you know, I didn't go about it the right way. And, and I, got, I got that slap on the wrist, and that, that righted my course. And, and sometimes we, we, we have to learn the hard way, right? Well, that's an understatement. I, I, I often look at – so you got me up here crying. I often look at everything I've been through. Right. And I and I say, I wouldn't be here without that. Like I wouldn't be alive. I wouldn't be healthy. I wouldn't be talking to you exactly. if I hadn't have gone through all that. So no experience. They might be hard, but no experience is without learning. Man, look what you done did, man. You done turned my show all into crying and all kinds. Right. Of <laughs> We didn't turn about, the Oprah hour, man. And you know what I'm saying? You see how this started out? I was, I was like, man, and now this is probably, 
Thank you for that, man. Because now you see what I'm saying? You just in the moment that we've been talking, you are giving me therapy. So there's no way you can't be touching people on a daily basis, just being who you are, man. I said earlier, not only are you an inspiration and what I you're a motivator. And what I mean by it that is, I feel like inspiration is passive. I think when you get inspired by something. You have the tendency to be like, yo, it's cool. I'm inspired by that. I might make some change. But when you're motivated, that's when you are making movement and action. And that is what you are doing, brother. What what is next, man? What I mean, so the vegan, the the vegan black guy, I know that's going. So you're talking about how you're already working on your your multimedia. You got to be starting something with that, right? Podcast, some type of something. Yes, man. So, so I got some things really, man, in the, in the works as far as the, the multimedia, man. So I've got, got a trademark that I'm actually waiting on on the 20th. I'm, I'm supposed to go uh, be published for my trademark. And then I, I have a certain amount of time before someone can appeal or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my, my web series, Entrepreneur, and of course, a play on words for, for Black entrepreneurs, just kind of getting those stories out, man. I've, I've really found a niche within that space. Um, you know, I'll have merchandise for, for that soon. I'll have vegan black guy merchandise, trying to expand the product line with that. I'm actually, um, a part of a pretty cool cohort right now that I can't really announce, uh, okay. but it's an opportunity that can really help, uh, kind of fund the dream of vegan black guy. And I'll put it out there, man. Um, I'd love to get a shipping container. And what I really want to do because smoothie bowls have been like my candy throughout this journey. So uh, I, I want to get this shipping container, man, and make these smoothie bowls. And, and I want it to be a one-stop shop where I can add vegan black guy sea moss. We can add oregano oil or whatever, whatever other kind of natural, um, you know, enhancements or, or just natural products that are great for your health. Um, and of course, you can buy those products individually there as well. So just um, the whole journey for this business, man, is just giving people a little piece of the things that, that really helped me along. Man, brother, I, I can't, am speechless right now, man. I knew what I was getting into. You know, I right. usually get to do a little pre-interview, so I would have heard a lot of this and had a time, you know, time to process it. So I'm hearing right. a lot of this right now, and it's, this is bigger than I thought it could ever be, man. So anybody listening, y'all here right now, we need to get this man a shipping container in the city of Detroit in a place where he can give this knowledge and help people get healthy because we are we all know detroit man the one of the most obese cities in the country man and so we need to help this man change lives brother man and you and you ride bikes that's i mean this all started on the bike tip man it's it's meant to be man we we had to connect and and i'll put it out there too man i was a lot later than i expected man but like you said it it was meant to be like this because had you heard it for the second time it wouldn't have had the effect it had, man. And I'm, I'm you know, it, everything is in divine order. If you've read the, the book, The Alchemist, I believe the term is Maktub or Maktub, and, and it is written, man. All of this stuff is not for no reason, brother. Give me all the information and give everybody all the information on how we can support you, how we can get a hold of you, everything that's going on, bro. Yes, indeed. So uh, I'm fortunate enough to have veganblackguy.com. Go to veganblackguy.com. 
I got about a five minute story on there, guys, where I, I pretty much discuss everything in a nutshell that we kind of talked about today. But you can't miss this interview because this is this one went <laughs> went deep, right? So uh vegan black guy at vegan black guy on Facebook, at vegan black guy on Instagram. And I'm always sharing my journey, sharing stuff that I'm eating, sharing my workouts. Uh, hit me with a DM. Guys, any questions, concerns, comments, anything for the good of the cause, I'm here to answer. Uh, I just feel like it's my duty. I'm just trying to give people uh, not really what was given to me, but what I decided to take. We have to take uh, control of our lives, guys. And, and, and you lose that 100 pounds, that whatever you're trying to lose, I'm trying to add 10 years on the back end. So. Let's live long, and I'm going to see y'all at the top. Brother, I appreciate you coming on. We're going to have to do like a part two and of do course. something. When we can get together in person, I want to come, A, eat some of that food. So we're going to do a whole thing because you definitely, you're touching on something. I, we need to do a pop-up or something where yeah. we can start getting you out here. You know what I mean? You, hey, you know I know how to organize a crowd, so let me put something hey, together, and we're going to get this food out here, and we're going to ride some e-bikes together. Cartier, man, thank you for coming on today. Man, you just brought me out of a funk I've been in. I got four wisdom teeth that have to be pulled next week. Um, I'm in massive pain right now, brother, but you have made this. Uh, unbelievable. Thank you for that, man. And I'm going to get at you. And we're going to, like I said, we're going to do some stuff together. Yes, indeed, brother. I'm looking forward to it. It's been an absolute pleasure to share my story, man. And, and if anything, hopefully it can, it can help change a life or two out there. And, and nah. uh, we will definitely link up. You definitely already changed two lives. You done changed mine. And now and I know my producer, Anthony, sitting right here nodding his head. I'm about to start crying again. Man, get off my screen. I got to hey, let you go. I'm going to get with you, brother. I love you. All right, love you too, brother. Anthony, cut out the tears, man, if you can, man. <laughs> I'll talk to you in a minute.